Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hustle and Grind podcast. My name is Jason Hartwell. I'm here in the Peach Podcast Syndicate Studios, and I am with my friend, Mr. Ryan Coakley. And I'm looking at a guest. I don't know for sure yet if he can hear us or see us or what, but uh, we're going to... Okay, me. he can hear us. We're going to do the sound check live. We're recording now. So a uh, little technical difficulties, but Dustin Stevens is here with us from Old Brownie Forge. What's up, Old guys? Old Brownie. How are y'all doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm well. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we hear you real good, finally. Sweet. It looked like you got into the room earlier and typed something, but we never could see you. Yeah, I don't understand what it was, but we're good now. We're good to go. Let's do it. How's everybody doing today? How are y'all? Doing great. Busy. Tired. Worn the fuck out. Ditto. Yeah, I've been at the doctor's office all day doing blood work, and they poked and prodded me and all that good stuff for my annual checkup. So Your annual checkup? Annual. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I, I thought it was the you know third knuckle Tuesday. <laughs> well, it could be if the price was right. <laughs> I had it. I had some blood drawn the other day, and the lady stuck the needle in my arm, and I was like, oh, you're you're good. Because, you know, sometimes you get ones that they fucking cram you, and it hurts. I barely felt it. Well, she missed the vein. So then came the halfway pull it out and fish around in there. Oh, oh fuck that, dude. And I looked right at her, and I go, oh, I spoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Made it worse on you, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, they, they, there's one up there that she's an old, old, old school man. She'll jab and just like she's searching for a gopher hole or something. Just keep digging till she gets a vein. <laughs> searching for a gopher hole. Yeah, I'm, I, they stick me twice every time, and I, I can't stand it. How many vials they take from you? Yeah, get dizzy. Oh, it sucks. But I got through it, so I'm good now. I'm gonna go out and make some knives in the shop later on the night when it cools off. It's about 150 here right now. Yeah, same here. The actual temperature here right now is 102, I think. The Holy the feels like is like 109. Shit, that's crazy. It's well, fucking check. retarded. Let's see where we're at up here. 66 degrees. Oh, my God. We hate you. Well, it's the opposite, though, right? Because in the wintertime, it's like, man, there's no way I could live through that. So we we get it just in a different way. Yeah, it's 95, 109 here. Damn, yeah. So basically what I spend in heat every winter, you guys spend in the summertime in air conditioning. No, because air, air conditioning is way cheaper than heat. Yeah, that's true. It is here, too. We've got gas heat in our house, and the electric air is way cheaper than gas heat. Yep, yeah, I'm going to be. It runs like 85, 90 bucks. In the wintertime, it's like 150, 160. Oh, that'd be so nice. Yeah, it's about the same I'm gonna here. Be, I'm going to be in trouble this winter if if – the price of oil don't go down. Right now, it's five twenty four a gallon for heating oil here, oh. and you you can only get a minimum delivery of a hundred gallons. When you say so, heating oil, what do you mean? Like it's it's basically road diesel with uh, a red additive in it because there's no tax applied to it. Like you can run diesel from the pump in your home furnace here. Sweet. So, but yeah. diesel's five ninety nine here right now. Yeah, diesel's high as shit here too. We yeah. call that farm diesel here because all the farmers use it in their tractors and crap. And yeah, well, we call it off-road diesel because you can run it in yeah. tractors and all that, but not on the road. And a lot of people run it in their in their trucks too. You just, it's right now it'd probably be cheaper to run that and just pay the fine if you got caught. Yeah, the DOT's hell around here, man. They'll pull you over and pull out the little turkey baster thing, stick it down in your mm -hmm. fuel tank, and see if it's red. Yeah, I passed Stadies on the highway doing that. Taking samples out of truckers' tanks. Yeah, that's rude, man. I'm just going to start buying cocaine and snort it and just run everywhere. It'll be cheaper than buying gasoline. I don't know it's if your ticker can handle that. No, it couldn't, but <laughs> it'd be fun while it lasted. <laughs> you wouldn't be running very long. No, or very far. No. Well, let's get into our guest. How about that? Dustin Stevens, I got a question for you. Yeah. Where'd the name Old Brownie Forge come from? Street I live on. You live on Old Brownie Street. Old Brownie Road, yeah. Old Brownie Road. That is some Kentucky hillbilly shit right there. Well, yeah. Um, at the end of my road where the dead end, there's a bunch of woods and stuff on the other side of me. It was all coal mines, and it was 
back in the 60s, I think. It was Old Brownie Mines up there. So they named it Old Brownie Road, you know, to get to Old Brownie Mines. Hmm. Nice. That's not nowhere near as interesting as I was hoping for here on an opening story. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, it kind of is, though. I can tell you that, you know. I love brownies, but. Yeah, well. I mean, who lives on a street that would be a cool name? Because it ain't me. Me neither. It'd be like, I'd be like Bullen Forge. <laughs> Shawnee Knife Works. Yeah. <laughs> my whole, uh, I guess Shawnee, my, my road name is Shawnee, S-H-A-W-N-E-E. Yeah. And there's another road in my subdivision. It's called Sewanee. Well, neighborhood. I ain't no damn subdivision. But all the roads in there are named after Indian stuff. So there's Flint, mm-hmm. Oconee, and Choctaw, and all kind of stuff like that. At least the native names where you're from, you can pronounce. Like here, we've got the Passadumkeg River, or Mattawamkeg. Yeah, Passadumkeg. Passadumkeg. I've never met a dumb keg in my life. I wouldn't. I've never passed a keg in my life. Um, a gun, <laughs> a gun quit is a town in Maine. Um, I live off right off the Penobscot River. Penobscot, Penobscot, um, named, named after the Penobscot the Nation. Yeah. Say say that again, Brownie. I said, were they naming these places with a mouthful of shit? <laughs> no, no, no. That's it's uh, the Native Americans who lived here before we took their land away. Right. So, like, I live like fuck like a mile and a half from one of the reservations. They have their own island. And uh, it's that's the Penobscots, and then there was the Micmacs, and I think there was another tribe in Maine, but I'm not sure. We we've got a river called the Okmogi, and to me it's easy to say because I've said it my whole life, Okmogi. But the way it's spelled, you should hear people trying to pronounce it that aren't from here, like Olakamulagi, Olakamukugli. <laughs> There's way too many letters in it, but. Everything here is named after trees and stuff. Magnolia, orchard. That's beautiful. And then there's some that's named after people, but it's mainly trees and stuff like that. Well, what else you got around there? Just a bunch of coal mines and trees, huh? Coal mines, trees, meth labs. Meth labs, nice. (laughs) And liquor stores. Dude, uh, they've been busting mobile meth labs around here. So, like, they'll have a meth lab in the trunk of their car yep. and be driving around town cooking meth. Yep. Like, could you imagine you just getting a fender bender and boom, all of a sudden the car that you hit explodes? Yep. We've had people wreck making it. I don't know if the fumes overwhelmed them or what, but they'd wreck and it was just huge ball of fire. Yeah, that doesn't sound good that at all. Yeah, that stuff's volatile enough when, you're, you know, you're making it. In your in your cousin's basement, versus <laughs> driving down the road with it in the back of your car. I don't. Uh, it's it's nuts, man. But, yeah, I don't know what they make it with, but I do know that it's explosive. It's it's a bunch of bad stuff: rat poison, battery acid, antifreeze, all kinds of crap. Why would you put that in your body? <laughs> Why would you ever do? You know, like. Smoking pots, one thing. Drinking alcohol, eating mushrooms every now and again. Those grow in the ground, kind of cow shit. But <laughs> who's gonna mix up like a chemistry set exactly. of fucking rat poison and chlorine and all sorts of other stuff and some cough medicine from the pharmacy, and then be like, you know what? I think I'm gonna smoke this <laughs> because drugs. Yeah, because drugs. That's why. Who figured that out too? Like, who was the first guy to like make mix all that up and dry it out and be like, "I'm gonna try smoking this and see what happens." Oh, that's right, because they gave it to the soldiers. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, A lot of people will confuse my street with old Browning, like the gun, like a Browning shotgun, and I have to correct them. I say Browning like the dessert because I I had one of those, the Browning A5. I have a Browning A5. They're a fucking awesome shotgun. Yeah, it, I, I inherited it from my great uncle. My aunt called me. She's like, hey, you want this gun? And I didn't know what it was until I got home and started looking it up. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Mine's from 1960. It's a Belgian Browning. 
Yeah, mine was an imitation. I'm pretty sure it was a Remington, but it was an imitation of the Browning A5, which is like, I'm pretty sure, uh, I could be wrong, I've been dumb before, but uh, it was the first semi-auto shotgun ever made. Yes, I believe so. I believe you're correct. And it's got a huge-ass recoil spring in it, so the thing feels so smooth when you shoot it. Clow, 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 clow. 12 it's gauge. got a huge recoil spring in it because the barrel, when you shoot, the barrel actually is what cycles the next shell in. The barrel, the barrel slides back, and it's not ran off gas or nothing. So it's that's pretty crazy. I've never seen one like it until I took mine apart. No, I regretted selling mine. I don't. I don't sell guns. I buy guns. I do both. It's private sales legal here. It is here to- too, but I I don't like selling guns. I like to keep them. Mine's more of like a savings account because they'll never depreciate. That's a fact. So I'm really bad at like if I have cash, I always find something to spend it on. But if I have a $500 gun, it's going to sit there and collect cat hair until I need 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, if I, if I have $500 cash in my pocket, I'm going to knifekids.com or Jance or Pops or somebody and it's gone. Yeah, it don't take but a minute yeah. either. Yeah, yeah but like Blake Show, dude, I've spent way too much money at Blake. That seems to be the general consensus from everybody <laughs> I've talked to who went. They were like, my budget was this, and uh, that was gone in the first, like, 25 minutes. I did really good, actually. I spent exactly half of what I took. That's so did you, did you mean to spend it all? No. I just set a, a particular budget in my head, like, this is what I have. And this is what I'm safe. You know, when I get back to town, I won't be kicking myself in the ass. But we only hit half of that, which there's still some stuff that I could have bought. You know, I didn't go bonkers on stabilized handle material this year like I normally do. I did. (laughs) But that's just because, you know, my shop is pretty well stocked right now. I have to be careful now for the foreseeable future with money because I took out one of them debt consolidation loans. So I put all my credit card payments into one payment, mm. which it lowered my payment by like a hundred bucks a month and lowered my interest rate by 15%. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Cause all my, every one of my credit cards I got when I had bad credit. So it was like, they're all 24.99% APR. You know what I mean? So I'm like watching these interest charges rolling in every month. Cause we bought the house a year ago. So I, I pretty much maxed out all the credit cards with shit we needed for the house and the move and the shop and everything. And then uh, once the interest starts rolling in, it's like, yeah. Yeah, because that's all you're paying, basically. Yeah. You make a minimal payment, you're just you're just tying over the next month. Yep. Yeah. One of my cards, the interest on the payment last month was 50 bucks, and I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'm just going to take out a loan and cover them all. And I did. My score, like, phew, through the roof like almost immediately cool man that's awesome oh yeah yeah well they don't like credit card debt you know they want you to stay under 30 percent of your total balance or whatever and i was way above that so but now i just gotta not be dumb and fill my cards back up again i think what got me at blade show is you can go like all right i want this i want this i want this and just make a big pile and then they tell you the total and you're like Oh crap! That's a lot of money. Well, if you do it online, you know you see your 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 little checkout thing. You can stop it. You know, forty, fifty, sixty bucks. But you don't have to hit checkout once they make that pile for you. You don't want to be like, ah, never mind. Then you go down there and you calculate shipping, and it's another thirty-five bucks. You're like, uh, no, I think I'm gonna wait on this. Yeah, maybe next Friday. Yeah, down there it's it's right at you. I mean, you just take it and go. Couple places down there let me pay with PayPal because I took a lot of pay. I, I try to keep my money in PayPal too because I do a lot of online ordering with my supplies and stuff. Right. This year, and uh, a couple. I think I think Jance took. Yeah, it was Jance that took PayPal. She let me buy stuff with PayPal. So. I like Jance. I, I buy from them a lot. Yeah. yeah, Jance is awesome, dude. I would love for someone like Jance to sponsor our podcast. If we got any Jance uh, employees out there listening? I want to have like a. Just one central location where you can pretty much get anything you need. Except belts, because you got to get those from Phoenix Abrasives, obviously. Yeah. The only other people that really cover that wide of a array of stuff is Pops and Maritime. And 
I bounce between those three, Pops, Maritime, and, and Jance a lot. Yeah, I do too. Maker material, he, he gets he, he gets a lot of cool stuff too. I ordered some stuff from him. Oddball Me too. He's, he's a one-man show, dude. He runs that all by himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. What's the name? Aaron, I think. huge selection of, of like obscure handle material and like <clears throat> colors of G10 you can't usually get. I've got some ring blanks that I'm going to use as bolsters that are layered glow-in-the-dark G10. and Or they might be carbon fiber. I think they're carbon fiber. But, yeah, he's got a nice selection over there, too. Devil when you're sanding it. <laughs> Is it? I've never used carbon fiber. I haven't either. Full hazmat suit. Mask up, suit up, tape your sleeves. It stuff goes everywhere. Really? Yes. Good to know. Well, I worked underground in the coal mines for about five years, and I was nastier dealing with a set of scales of carbon fiber than I was ever coming out from underground. Wow. That's yeah, look back at my Instagram. There's a, there's a picture of me just covered. It's just all over me. just covered. That's interesting. Yeah. But it's so beautiful when it's cleaned up and polished up, dude. It's awesome. So the trade-off, the trade-off I think, is worth it. But, God, it's nasty. I tell you what, grinding that GoPro the other day was pretty fucking gross. What was it? Yeah, I want to hear about that. Let's talk about the random <laughs> grind. Sorry, I forgot to mute myself when I coughed. That's okay. We'll let it slide. So I get bored, and, like, I was scrolling through Instagram, <laughs> and this page comes up called Grinding Shit. Grinding. Or Sanding Shit. Okay. And I was like, what? It's like, I've got two two by 72 belt grinders i can sand shit <laughs> so i start watching his page and uh, he gets lots of views he's got a huge youtube page i'm like this is a great idea he's grinding like crayons and matchbox cars and stuff like that i was like i can do that i get bored sometimes i can grind random shit so i decided to start a youtube page and another instagram of me grinding random objects and so the first the first one to die was a GoPro Hero Three. <laughs> cool. Um, and like and guys with the big hydraulic presses that smash shit. Yeah, I love those channels too. Oh, oh my god, those hydraulic press channels! I wish yeah. the grinder sounded as cool as the press does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I have to, I have to take out the audio because the audio is like a pain to listen to. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's going to help me with my video editing for my repair YouTube page too. Cause I can fuck around with these videos. I don't care about, you know what I mean? Yep. Like doing a repair video, there's a lot more effort involved than me just running a phone through a grinder, which is probably going to be the next one. I think I can't remember what I commented. I wanted to see you grind. It was, it was some food. I'm sure you said uh, <laughs> a roll of Canadian bacon, a stick yeah, of Canadian so bacon. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to do any food. Because I make knives on the same grinder, you know what I mean? Like, I'll have a fucking sludge bucket full of, like, pieces of cucumber and shit, grinding pickles. So, in that video, when you were grinding the camera, were you wide open on that? Yeah. That was at full speed with a worn-out Actorox belt. You got to do do the next one with a brand spanking new belt. Like, make that shit disappear. Yeah, like a red Ferrari fresh off the rack yeah yeah that'll get her done yeah i mean I the gopros are metal too so it was kind of like, but i seen a 24 grit ceramic at blade show i don't know why anyone would need 24 grit but it was nuts where'd you see that at i can't remember it was one of the it was one of the abrasive uh People, I don't know if it was Combat or Red Label or what, but it was. 24 I think it's Red Label. I saw one of on those. Website. Yeah, I saw one of those on a grinder that was like a display model. Yeah, and I looked at it. And I'm like, that's aggressive. And I touched it, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah, could you imagine uh, slipping? Yeah, it would take your knuckle. Yeah, down. <laughs> you go through the bone. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm good with 36. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I barely use 36s. I use, I start everything on 60 grit. I mean, unless I'm hogging a profile, I use every, I use 60 grit. 60, 80, 120, 220 hand sand. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't, I'm way different than that process there. <clears throat> I don't I don't cut any – I don't hog hardly any profiles. I do a lot of mine on the, uh, on the bandsaw. I get all my stuff pretty close to the bandsaw. 
That's good. Well, I've got kind of kind of an important announcement, not really podcast related, but JK shop related. But uh, we'll we'll get to that here in a minute, there, Ronnie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so for you, dude, it ain't even mine. No, dude, I'm I'm happy as a queer in a barrel full of buttholes right now. But uh, so I'm gonna quit taking custom orders for the time being, probably most likely permanently, because. This whole knife making thing's fun, right? We all started it because we love it. It's a passion. Yep. It's starting to not be fun to me anymore. Because right now I've got six orders. I've got like so fucking much shit to do. I I'm too busy. There's just not time to do it. Yep. And it's getting overwhelming. And I'm trying to build a new business to, you know, make real money. And the time just isn't there. So I think what I'm going to do is just start building a knife, whatever whatever I want, whatever I feel like. And if it takes three or four months, so what? Nobody's waiting on it. Yeah. You know, then I'll sell it when it's done if someone wants it. So right now I've got four finger bangers in my shop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ryan's trying to kill a fly with brake cleaner. Doing. I've got Go four ahead, finger bangers <laughs> in the shop. He's he's annoying the fuck out of me. Continue. <laughs> four finger. I'm sorry. Three finger bangers. Yeah. One of them belongs to my homie Noah up there in Tiot River. But um, I'm going to sell those, and after that, I'm not making any more finger bangers. I'm going to completely switch up the design, like finger banger 2.0 or something. The reason is they're getting fucking boring. You know what I mean? I've I've built a hundred of them in the past year. They're just getting boring. I want to I want to mentally get back to the state that I was in a year ago, when I didn't have the skills that I have now. Now I can make stuff cooler, but I just I've locked myself into this, you know, production mode, and it sucks. Do you think you'd have fun uh, trying out like my diamond grind method to make fullers? Because the knives you make fullers would look really good in. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I want to have time to do new things. I've I've wanted to try your diamond grind since I saw you do it. I'm like, man, that is so freaking cool. I want to learn that. I haven't had the time to pick up a piece of scrap. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. crazy. I can't take credit for it because I learned it from uh, Noah Vashon's videos at well, Vashon Knives. Well, I learned it from you, so it counts. I'm kind of Thanks. the same way with, with orders. Um, I'll tell myself that I'm not taking orders. I'm just going to do what I want because I work a, a rotating schedule, full-time job, you know, right. 48 hours a week, two weeks, 40 hours the next week. And then I'm off for four days. Um, and then those four days I've got so many orders. That's all I get to do. Right. Is, is what people have ordered. And I don't have time to, I barely, have, I, I even got my shop finished. Yet. I don't even have the shit, all the shit moved over. Like I'm, I'm so behind on orders and I'm, I'm making shit in the big garage, in the big shop, and then if there's something I need, I'll run over to the little shop and grab it and bring it back to the big shop with me. That It's very counterproductive because I've wore a pig path between the two buildings where I'm back and forth so much. Yeah, I got all the shit moved over, but it wasn't all at once. It was, shit, I need, I need a center punch, or shit, I need this, or I need that. I got to go over and get it. Right. And had a guy yesterday, day before yesterday, call and order for my little... Uh, Everyday carries, and I'm a whore for money, so I'm like, yeah, I'll do them. But I think that's it. I'm after after these four, I'm I'm shot. I'm stopping orders, and I'm gonna make what I want to make, and it's gonna be a lot of fucking cleavers because I like cleavers. <laughs> make them. Yeah, I'm gonna get back into doing some kitchen knives. I enjoy grinding chef's knives. You know, just the, I guess the slow method of it. I enjoy that, but everything I've done for seems like the past six months been EDCs or finger bangers or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm pretty much going to eliminate the, the inventory that's in my shop and then get all these orders done and then just start fresh. So if anybody wants a finger banger, there's three left and there's some other random, you know, I got one storm, I think, which I'll keep making those. Those are fun too, but yeah, I'm going to make my, my Skinner and my warden are probably my two favorite ones that I make. Mm. So the the Damascus one that I had with me, and then that that short little fat skin, I really like doing those. So I'll keep doing them and knocking them out. And that seems to be what everybody wants around here. So 
Right. I just I got to make more time. You know what I mean? There's. I want to build up enough stock to do a gun show. There's a bunch of gun shows around here. They usually have them. Me too. You know, That's been a goal of mine for the past year, but shit, there's just not enough one. time in the day. I did one 2000. See, when COVID hit, 19, one 2017 or 18, it was the Friends of the NRA gun show, gun and knife show. I think I took 15 knives, and I, I, mean, I busted ass for like three weeks making those. And I sold every damn one of them, and it felt great. Hell, I bet. Hell, yeah. But, God, I was tired. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would go, I would work eight hours and then come home and spend another eight to ten in the shop and then sleep for three or four and go back to work. I held, I've been going since about six o'clock this morning and I paused now, you know, to record this Yep. and I've got four or five more hours of work to do when I get done here. I got to put a transfer pump on an F550. I got to hook up another camera where I can see some new things that are out front of the house and my grass is knee high and that is not like me. You know, I cut my grass. Like I like to see the stripes. I'm fixing by a goat. And that, that shit is just. I don't have the time. It's it's insane. I don't know if I've ever been this busy in my life. But it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know. I'm making moves to do some big things, but fuck. Yep. It'll all it'll all culminate into one thing, and, and you'll sit back and look and be like, "Damn, I'm glad I did all that shit." Yeah. Yeah. I had a day on Saturday. It was one of those days we couldn't even help but just to laugh all day. If something was gonna go wrong, it went wrong. We started out at seven o'clock Saturday morning. I didn't get home till after midnight. You're talking about mechanic work. After I mow grass, I've got some mechanic work to do too. I'm gonna. I gotta put a ass in in a recliner. Well, I don't know if that's really mechanicing. Yeah, putting a rear end in a recliner. Yeah, that's that's mechanic work. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, what kept you busy all day Saturday till midnight? <laughs> Look at the, all right, so Ryan hasn't even actually heard this story. So, uh, well, I'm. Myself and a partner, we're starting uh, a tractor service company. And we just see a lot of demand for it around here. People looking for tractor work. People bitching about nobody getting back to them when they call and all kind of stuff like this. We're like, fuck, let's get in the market. Seems to be demand. So we went out and bought a truck. Bought a 2008 Ford F550. And um, had to have a truck to pull the tractor. Went and bought a tractor. Brand spanking new... 55 horsepower with just about every attachment, you know, that they had available. Box blade, scraper blade, bush hog, grapple bucket, loader bucket, all that good shit. Well, we showed up with the 20-foot equipment trailer to the dealership Saturday morning, and the tractor wouldn't fit on it. (laughs) Yeah, on a 20-foot trailer. So we're like, shit, we've got to go get a trailer now. And so we left there. We searched the world far and wide for like three hours. Finally found a trailer. So we bought a 26-foot gooseneck trailer. And, uh, okay, so during all this time, we live in a central town, Warner Robins. We had to go north about 15 miles to Byron to get the tractor. And the trailer was in Perry. It's about 15 miles south. So 30-mile gap between the two. Well, we left my truck in Byron with the tractor while we're searching, you know, because it's F-550 diesel. And um, drove all over the place, found a trailer 30 miles away. So we're like, okay, cool. Let's go back up there, get the truck, so we can come back down here and get the trailer to go back up there to get the tractor. (laughs) Jesus. Well, in the midst of doing all this, now remember, we just bought a 26-foot gooseneck trailer. We got back to my truck. That's when we realized I don't have a gooseneck hitch. I've got a fifth wheel hitch on my truck. So they make this very simple little adapter. All it is is a two and five sixteenths inch ball slides up in the gooseneck and there's a little grease plate and a pin, the king pin that goes into a fifth wheel. Yeah. Nobody on the face of this planet local had one. So we had no option but to find a gooseneck hitch uninstall a fifth wheel hitch where all the bolts were rusted out and shit. Had to take the truck back to my shop, use the acetylene torch, cut the bolts out, and then install a gooseneck hitch. Then finally go back down south 15 miles. This is about 10 o'clock, 
10.30, pitch black. So we're out there trying to hook up this gooseneck trailer on this side road, looking sketchy as fuck with foam flashlights. <laughs> and we realized, well, fuck, we've never hooked up a gooseneck trailer. We don't know what the hell we're doing here. So we had to watch YouTube videos and shit to figure out how to lock it in. <laughs> so, yeah, it was well after midnight before we even got everything loaded up. I mean, cause we had two trucks, two trailers, all this equipment spread out over a 30-mile radius all over town going crazy. Jesus. But now we have it. Have you got Was that what you were doing when up? I talked to you? Huh? You got any jobs lined up? People on the books yet or what? We've got... We gave one price already. Dude's going to think about it. The price of diesel is high as draft pussy. So, yeah. I mean, you got to charge for it. And, I mean, it's a pretty reasonable price what we're charging. But he's going to think about it and get back to us. I just put a post up on Facebook today. And I've gotten three calls off of that. Two of them I've got scheduled to go look at the jobs, so, you know, so I can give prices. So, I mean, it's a, we're already getting a little bit of traction. Awesome. So, yeah, I think it's going to do good. I'm excited. I like side hustles. That's when you make your play money. Well, I'm trying to turn this into, you know, something long-term, like, big deal type thing. Because, I mean, as it stands right now, I'm almost 40 years old with a pocket full of side hustles. You know what I mean? I've really got no career path in my life. I don't have a full-time job. I don't have, like, even a part-time job that's on paper. I'm side hustling for different people doing different things all day, every day. It's time for me to damn put something together and think about the long run. You're a contractor. Yeah. Side hustle. I wouldn't say side hustle. It's a contractor. You, you've got Entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Entre manure. Yeah. Ultra manure. Ultra manure. There you go. <laughs> well, how's your week been, Ryan? I haven't even talked to you this week. You Usually me and you were chit-chatting about something here and there, but. I, mean, I uh. Put in a sliding glass door on Saturday. That was cool. Fun, fun. We we had this like unheated like it's kind of like a sun porch on the back of the house, but it's big, and uh, all there was was like a side door, and then this huge five foot by seven foot pane of glass in the front wall, and it was just kind of like there was like pieces of strapping holding it in place. Like when the wind blew, it would flop back and forth in the gap. Like, it wasn't attached. Oh, shit. And uh, so I took that out and put in a sliding glass door, and now it's all nice. We can go out that way because you couldn't move the pane of glass. I mean, it literally took everything I had to drag it off my deck around to the corner of the house. Like, it was that heavy. I'm guessing almost, probably 350. They call them Florida rooms around here. Call them what? They call them Florida rooms instead of the sunroom. Oh, yeah. Florida room. I guess because you go out there, it feels like you're in Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Florida. Really? I've been yep. once. Florida's pretty awesome. I like Florida. We went in October. It's cold as shit. In Florida? Yeah, it was like 58 or 60 degrees. Oh, hell, on the beach, the water was like 40 degrees. We went to Daytona Beach last February. We were the only people out there, and it felt so good. It was like 84 degrees in February. We was in Pensacola, so we was up, you know, close to the mainland. Yeah. The mainland. <laughs> people from Florida are different. That's so I want to say. how did you secure this uh, sliding glass door? Was it like a, a pre-framed one, a case? Yeah, 60 by 80. I bought it at Lowe's. Gotcha. Well, yeah, that's, so that's five foot by seven foot. So that's, that's a good chance that it was already framed for that at one point in time, and they just shoved a piece of glass in there when the door broke. Yeah, the top was a little high. I had to put a header in and then put two two-by-fours underneath the header for the door because there was a gap in between. But I got it all sealed on the outside. And you get square. it all shimmed up straight? Oh, yeah, it all it's all square. opens nice. Yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. I like that kind of shit. Yeah. And then I drove some fence posts and fucking destroyed my hands. You drove fence posts? Yeah. What, what motor like, they got in them? Huh? What motor do they have in them? The hand motor. The Flintstone. 
Fucking A. I bought one of them cheapo. <laughs> it's just a pipe with a plate of steel in it. Yeah, a T post driver. Yeah. And I'm driving like chain link fence posts with it. And oh my God. I mean, you saw the video I posted of me sucking the fence post holes with the shot back. Yeah, that was pretty that, cool. Yeah, I thought you yeah. were trying to get gophers out of the ground. No, there's so much rock on my property that it's like impossible to drive them from the surface by hand. So I got to suck down. I go one full extension on the shot back. Yeah. And I go down. That's like two feet. And then I pound them the rest of the way. Nice. For a chain link? Yeah. Okay. You got to go three feet here. For cement, rather? Frost line. Mm. You got to go below where it freezes in the winter. If you don't. If like let's say if you go two feet, because the frost line's a little over two feet down, when the ground freezes, it'll push the ice will push the pole right out of the ground. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. yeah. So you got to put it below that line, or it won't stay. And then your like fence will be all. Like yeah, we just yeah. use cement to dig a two foot hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it don't get cold enough to. No, nah, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, if the earth starts pushing shit back at us with ice, I'm moving. <laughs> Did I send you a picture of that rock that my neighbor put in the middle of the backyard? It's like my lawn ornament. You sent me a picture of him trying to move it with that mini X. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, it's a solid piece of white granite, and it's probably six feet wide by five and a half feet tall. Yeah, it's gonna, in the center of my yard now. Gonna I'm gonna pressure wash it and shit. I'm going to. I'm gonna polish it. I think that'd be so fancy. Giant polished rock in the middle of my yard. <laughs> Drill a hole in, stick a flag in, flagpole in it. There my, you go. My 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 wife's cousin, who's one of my best friends, lives like five houses down the street. And he saw it, and he came up with a really good idea. He said I should buy like a a fake Excalibur sword <laughs> and mount it in the top of the rock. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or just make one. Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something I'm going to leave out in the middle of the yard. Well, you only got to make like the first half of it. You don't even have to do the point and all that. Yeah. That's true. So do you do you do orders, Brian, or do you just make and then sell? My books are closed right now. Um, for the same reason you guys have is that like it's just not like our window of good weather to do this stuff like put in doors and fences and all the shit that I'm doing is so short here that I can't balance the two and yeah. custom orders get overwhelming they really do because you're making individual custom pieces over and over again and they're a lot slower to pump out than yeah. a knife that you've done a hundred times you know what I mean um, so I close my books till October 1st and then I might pick and choose my custom orders from there on out. Cause I really, it becomes work at that point. And when something becomes work, the enjoyment is gone and the passion is gone, you know? So it's like, mm -hmm. like I, I almost feel like when I feel pressured like that, my work suffers, you know, feel rushed. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I'm suffering from that right now. I just, I'm like, God, I don't want to go out here and do these eight knives because they're all different. Well, I've been putting mine off just because of that. Like, I feel rushed. So I think in my head, like, if I go down there and turn that grinder on, I'm going to feel like I'm in a hurry. And yeah. I'm not going to do as good of a job as I know I can. Yeah. So instead of, you know, doing a shitty job, I'll just take a minute and do a good job. It's just going to take me a little longer. Mm -hmm. But damn, I'm oh, ready to have them done. These last orders I took, I told them it was going to be at least a two to three month wait. So that yeah. kind of eases the, the you know, on right, it, but right. I know like the last order I took, I'll, I'll wait till it's about three weeks out. So I'll start on them and then I'm right back to being rushed again. Exactly. Yeah. But, and that's the reason I'm yeah, hoping this tractor thing takes off to where financially I don't have to pimp myself out, you know, taking orders and all that. Yeah. But when I have the free time, make it fun again. And if it sells, awesome. If not, that'll build inventory to go to a show. Exactly. Shows are great, dude, especially if, if you're like the only knife maker that's local or, 
or you know around the area or it's just a couple of you guys and then everything else is guns right because you know gun shows now man you can't hardly buy firearms and ammunition at gun shows because they want stupid prices mm-hmm. so if you're there with a knife you know that somebody likes and they can use that knife hunting or put it with their tactical tactical shit you know what i mean yeah. that's it's easier to sell i didn't think i would move 15 knives at that one show it was it was nuts that's got to feel good just i mean you made a, you made a chunk of dough off of it for sure yeah yeah but just the fact of that many people appreciating what you do you know what i mean well i had people buying and then like messaging people that weren't at the show saying hey come get one of these knives that's what makes you feel good is when, yeah when, hell yeah or, at blade i was carrying one of my neck knives on my neck and some dude walked up he said where'd you buy that at so i didn't buy it i made it and he's like can i look at it and i said well yeah course so i'm showing it off and he's like well what do you want for it and i told him what i wanted for it and he bought it right off your neck right off my neck dude hell yeah it was nice awesome. so i guess i'm a brown bagger now <laughs> i am too i was slinging beef jerky in the pit yeah dude i was drinking beer and i i kicked myself every time i heard that last episode you talking about the beef jerky i didn't try none she offered me some and i'm like no i don't i don't really eat when i drink and i don't like i can't eat and drink beer. I don't know if it's just me or what, but if that's I'm just drinking, you. Yeah, if I'm drinking, I'm not eating. Like I don't even eat pizza. I don't even drink beer with pizza. Uh, well, it was good. You missed out. Yeah, I know. I'll get some next year. Yeah, we're taking oh, way more next year. Oh, show. You should have a table of just beef jerky. I should. I'd probably sell out. Were you there when the uh, the bartender guy came and tried to buy it all for like hundreds of dollars? No, but I wanted to be there when the other dude said that his beef jerky was the best, but I, I missed that, too. I guess I was around the corner. Probably so. Or in the bathroom. But, yeah. Yeah, good times. Good times were had, that's for sure. So, I love going down there, dude. It's like a high school reunion every year. It is. <laughs> and honestly, that's, I mean, other than getting supplies, you know, for, I mean, you're not getting them cheap, but you're getting, saving shipping and stuff, but. I may look at five or six tables, but 90% of the time, I'm just looking for buddies that I hang out with on Instagram or, you know, talk through social media and stuff. I don't really give two shits about seeing all of the... Yeah, that's exactly what we did, too. I had a list of people I wanted to see, you know, people that had been on the podcast, things like that. So I made sure to make the laps and and say hey to those guys. The hell? Piece of shit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be a studio microphone. But anyway, uh, I think that's what saved me some money too. Is I wasn't wandering and browsing so much. I was just hanging with my buddies all weekend. Yep. I bought a couple knives. Um, they were cheap. I'm a I'm a I'm a cheap ass when it comes to knives. I like to sell mine for expensive and then buy cheap because I don't like I don't like buying high dollar knives and then using them. My high dollar knives stay put up. I don't use them, but. Uh, I bought one from Grissom. I don't know if you know who he is. Grissom Knives. Mm-mm. It's it's badass. Stop. Just ignore me. You have to get a lighter and use the flame instead of just the fluid. Yeah. I can't. That I wasn't can't. static. Ryan's still, Ryan's still chasing that fly. It sounded like an old static thing when you did that. Dude, yeah. as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm grabbing that salt shotgun that's in the house and blasting this son of a bitch. Those Did you work? see him fly in front of the screen? He's huge. No, nope, just you. Jesus. <laughs> I actually I actually traded four big ass pieces of Micarta for that Grissom knife. Because it was it was rather pricey for, for a production folder. But uh, I bought a uh, Phoenix. The people that use that make my flashlights at work, they also have a knife company and they had a cool little flipper for just a work knife and I bought it. So, but that's only two knives I bought. There's my flipper. Yeah. Bullshit. That's what I keep on me is a little bullshit cobalt box cutter. Hang on. Yeah, a, those are those are great, dude. I, that's what I use for leather work. That's a USA Kershaw. It's a Kershaw eighteen seventies the model number. That's the I one love I Kershaw carry. knives, dude. They're awesome. I, I do too. This little dude here is badass. Grissom knives. Ooh. The pocket clip has got like it's like it's like knurled right there. So when you pull it out of your pocket, your finger stops right there. 
But, I mean, that motherfucker is smooth as a baby's bottom. Dude, speaking of folding knives of pocket clips, did you see uh, driver defense knives etched dicks in the inside of his pocket clip so you can't <laughs> see it when it's mounted on the knife? I, I, don't know, see that. I don't know if that was for one specific person, like if it was a buddy of his or if he does it on all of them, but I fucking laughed my balls off when I saw that. So when I flatten my scales to, to glue to the to the tang, I always like do cross hatches, you know, so that you see where they're going, make sure they're flat. Well, when I got done with this one, it was for a buddy of mine in New Jersey. I drew a big dick on it on the inside of the scale and then took a picture of it. And then I glued the scales on and I sent him the knife and he carried the knife for about a week. And then I sent him a picture of the dick. I was like, hey, dude, by the way, this is on the inside of your scales. <laughs> you didn't know you had a dick in your pocket, did you? Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> he, he wasn't he wasn't as, as enthused with it as I was, but he's like, "You got me." I was like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, yeah. We we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I have a buddy who uh, draws dicks like that kid from Superbad. Like uh, all the time, everywhere. So like, my two brothers run a tattoo shop, and he'll go in there and like they'll have like a action figure, or, like so, something stupid sitting on the counter, and he'll go in and. I don't know what that was. That was weird. My bad, guys. It's an app center, app care center update. Sounded like aliens. But he'll like go in and draw like a fucking artistically beautiful dick on the <laughs> countertop with a sharpie, and then put the cup back over it. Or artistically like beautiful on the wall behind a picture. He'll take the picture off and draw a dick on the wall, and then put it back up. Wow. So like throughout the course of the day, none of them are visible. But if you start pawing around in the shop. If you move a picture off the wall, there's dicks behind him. That's great. Dude, Superbad yeah. is one of my favorite movies in the world. I'm just a big, giant man-child at heart. That movie cracks me up every time I watch it. McLovin. I yeah. used to work with a guy that looked just like him. We called him McLovin. Yeah, and the dick thing when he's drawing the dicks. Every time he says, I was right in the middle of drawing this one. It was a big, triumphant, veiny motherfucker. <laughs> just the way he says that so seriously kills me every time and i know it's coming but i crack up every single time that's such a great movie it's awesome like it is so good when the chick grinds on him and gets period on his leg <laughs> guys if y'all ain't seen super bad you are missing out at life yeah dicks and parts are always funny oh yeah yeah <laughs> mclovin's riding around with the cops and they decide to shoot up and burn their own car <laughs> like, yeah that was awesome that's such a funny movie i'll have to rewatch it it's been a long time since i've seen it i'm a big fan of the movie grandma's boy oh hell yeah yeah that one's kind of weird but yeah it's funny <laughs> that movie's funny as shit yeah i want to get you a cobra just to put around the neck Dude, there's something about those kind of movies to me where they're so like vulgar and explicit and obscene. I love them. Yep. Because <laughs> we grew up on Happy Gilmore and right, yeah, Billy Madison. You know, that's funny. When we were at the hotel at Blade Show, we went into we went up to the hotel room. We stayed at the Waverly where the show is. I mean, it's super easy just to. Dude, I saw those little jazz hands. <laughs> Wait till the last minute. I probably paid less than for my room than you did for yours. You did, and I'm pissed about it. But um, yeah, it's super easy just to go up there and get something to eat. So we took like instead of eating Subway or ten dollar Papa John slices or twelve dollar Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches, we just took a whole bunch of sandwich meat. But we went up there to make a sandwich, and Happy Gilmore was on, and I didn't want to go back to the Blade Show. I'm like, hang on, got to at least wait till the commercial. <laughs> Yeah, we quote happy at least anything Adam Sandler at least once a day in our house. Yeah. I quote it on the regular. I remember his uh, cassette tapes. Remember the, like, yeah. musical, like, comedy tapes? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm That's coming out of the booth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, goat. Yeah, the lonely goat. Oh, God, dude. I <laughs> laugh so hard at that. You got a big day of getting pissed drunk and beating the shit out of me tomorrow. <laughs> like... <laughs> When that shit was gold. The fat kid taking this fat aggression out on him. Oh, that's like, that's me. <laughs> Is this two people working out? 
or yeah. having sex. Yeah. Or then Tollbooth Willie. <laughs> and uh, like I relate to Tollbooth Willie because he's, he's got that New Englander <laughs> accent because uh, Adam Sandler's from New Hampshire. Oh, so, yeah. Like, Fuck you and all your lesbian fish eating friends. I'm coming out of the booth. <laughs> like, uh, oh, what was the what was the wheezy? Was there a wheezy 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 McGee? Uh, I can't remember. Like he would be walking down the hall, like he he <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 or the oh, I'm choking. Small, they're all gonna laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah. No. Or uh, why don't you lay on the side of the pool and whack your cock and balls for me? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That sounded just like him. Damn. Yeah, damn, Brownie. That's fucked up. Why don't you stare at my jugs while you play with your cock and balls yeah, for mama? Stare at my jugs while you play with your cock and balls. <laughs> I think you missed your call in there, Brownie. Dude, Adam Sandler's a national treasure for sure. Yeah, him and Chris Farley were my two favorite comedians. Yeah. I was young when Chris Farley died, but I remember watching him on, like, Black Sheep. And uh, what was that other one he did? Tommy, Tommy Boy. Boy. Tommy Boy, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then he was in Happy Gilmore. He was the bus driver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was Billy Madison. Oh, Billy Madison, that's right. Yeah. Another great one. Yep. Yeah. Don't step on the bag with your boots, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me my business, devil woman. <laughs> uh, that was that's a daily quote. She'll tell me to do so. Hey, do the dishes. Don't tell me to do my business, devil woman. <laughs> the the old man called shit poop. That's my favorite part. <laughs> How old are you, Ryan? Thirty-six. You don't remember him on Saturday Night Live? I didn't watch much Saturday Night Live, and I sure shit don't watch it now. Yeah, oh no, it's it's fucking political is all it is now. Yeah, it used to be good back in the day, but I never really watched it. You know, I like, I've always I loved cartoons and shit with that with all the with the Belushi's and Dan Aykroyd and Chris Farley and all them. That's yeah, that was prime prime Saturday Night Live. That's when it was actually comedy. Yeah. What about Mister Deeds? That's another good Adam Sandler movie. Yep, I liked it too. Yep. Please, sir, let me change your socks. <laughs> let me touch your feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have slid, a... When he slid down the rail and, and busted that table and he was just like, my back hurts. Dude, I lost it. It was hilarious. <laughs> he punched that quarterback in the face. <laughs> he's like... He's like, he used foul language in front of a lady. You use foul language in front of a lady? No, daddy, no. Oh, such, a, such a great one. I actually, like, I crushed my left leg under a tractor, like, eight years ago. Jesus. And I still have, like, a... So I was, like, hauling logs through the woods. Not like a tractor like Jason's running. This was, like, a modified lawnmower. Yep. But it had 50-pound wheel weights on each wheel. Yep. And I endoed it end over end and the rear end landed on the side of my calf and nice. I, th I thought I broke my leg well my foot's been fucked up ever since my circulation's all messed up and my wife calls it the black foot because <laughs> 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 it it filled up with blood like two days after it happened and my whole foot turned black oh, so man. ever since then it's been the black foot from Mr. Deeds. You should have just stuck a fire poker through there and let it all yeah. out. <laughs> Swim down. I'm sending through the black foot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's messed up. Uh, he's still making great movies. That's My Boy was hilarious. I don't know if either of you watched that one. I, it's a couple years old now, but no. that one's great. If you haven't watched That's My Boy, you should. Don't do it when kids are around, though. Adam Sandler movies at about punch drunk love. That one Dude, that movie sucked so bad. Yeah, that's when I was like, yep, I don't want to see anymore because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to tarnish my his track record with me. So, now nah, he went right back to good ones after that. I watched that. I've tried to watch that all the way through like four times, yeah. and I fall asleep every time. Weird man, it's just, it's just different. Yeah, he like collects. Purchase points off his yogurt and <laughs> not not cool. Not Costco cool. card shit. Yeah, you can't hit a home run every time though, you know. No, and he's pretty fucking close. Yeah, 
Same way with knives. I'll make three good ones and have to throw one away. Yep. I guess I've Jason got one got on my rack right. About Adam Sandler. Huh? So I guess Jason got tired of us talking about Adam Sandler. He just he just left. We should bring up South Park. He fucking hates South Park. I, I don't. I watched it when I was a kid, but I don't care for it now. It's so much better now than the early episodes because they, like, the show's so huge and it's been around so long. They say anything, anything and do anything. I can see that. They're like uncancelable. And that's that's saying something in today's this you know this age and time or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And when you say one wrong thing, you slip up and they they delete you wholeheartedly, one hundred percent. I think South Park's probably the best show ever made, in my humble opinion. It's, it was pretty funny. I just haven't watched it in a really long time. Yeah. See, I don't like serious TV. My wife watches all these drama shows and shit, and I just can't stand people are crying all the time. I'm like, what the fuck are you crying about? Well, my wife's like, into uh, all the murder stuff, like Dexter. Yeah, murder porn. Yeah, Dexter and uh, what's that other one she watched? American Horror Story. I mean, there's a few cool ones that she got me on, like Stranger Things. I really like that. But uh, yeah, she watched. She likes all the all the death and how to get away with it type stuff, which kind of worries me sometimes. <laughs> but, I like some serious shows, like I like Viking type shows, like Vikings and The Last Kingdom were both good shows. Um, yeah, but for the most part, I stick to comedies. Oh, she was big into Game of Thrones too. Huge. Yeah, I don't know why, but I refuse to watch Game of Thrones. I watch it just because I want to see the knives and stuff. So oh, yeah, I guess that's I like, true. I like looking at the knives and stuff. I'm like, hey, I think I could make that. Or I want to try to make one of those. I did watch the one scene where the guy that plays the Mandalorian got his head popped by the mountain. Yeah. Yep. That guy was huge. Like, in real life, he's really like that, too, which is crazy. Yeah, he's a monster. Like... He's like a power lifter too, or something. Yeah, like what kind of? He's getting into boxing now and stuff. Oh god, that would hurt. That's terrifying. Yeah, do you imagine? You'd be like, okay, no. Okay. Have you seen pictures of his girlfriend, wife, whatever, his significant yeah, she's other? Like a third of his size. Yeah, she's like five foot one. Yeah. Weird. Say Sha- Shaquille O'Neal's wife was like five feet tall. Yeah, and he's like. What seven two or something? Yeah, massive. Like Jason must have had to poop. <laughs> but uh, so you're coming to Blake Show next year, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, like right. hands down. I'm already planning it. All in, awesome. Are you going to do a table, or are you just going to meander? I'm just going to go because. Like, I'm going to come down a couple days early. I got to visit my dad. Jason will probably get pissed if I don't visit him. Like, I have family down there, so. Okay, cool. I plan on going. It all depends on the vacation schedule at work. We pick all of our vacation January 1, and we take everybody takes turns. Like, like I think this year I was number three to pick, so next, so next year I'll be number two to pick. You know, they go up, up, and up, so. Um. Usually nobody picks the first weekend of June because there's not really anything going on other than Blade. So, yeah, there's another guy on my team that has <laughs> what's that for? That has <laughs> a a big yard sale he does every year. It's like a 400 mile yard sale, and he like Holy picks fuck. junk all year long. And he's found me so many axes, dude, like that I can restore and stuff. But he made like nine grand in one weekend on this yard sale. You like axe heads? Yes, I do like axe heads. Hold axe on. Heads. Maybe we could work a trade. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Here we go. The back room of the Hustling Ground podcast where deals happen. Yeah, wheeling and dealing on the Hustling Ground podcast. Yeah. If it's a double bit, go ahead and throw it away. I've got a hewing axe. Holy crap. It's a big one. Yeah, it is. It's in super good shape. Like, there's a few tiny little 
Yep. Like it's almost like corrosion more than anything on the blade, but I don't know who made it. It's got some letters on it, but some of them are worn off. What letters does it have on it? Uh, it starts with C A M and then ends with S X X X. It's a cam super extra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you can tell it's hand forged. You can see where they folded it. Um, really? That's cool. I, I bought it at an auction, but I'm, I've had it for like three years now. I'm never going to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, I like watching Liam Hoffman do his stuff. Yeah, he just got shouted out on Joe Rogan. Really? really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess Rogan has one of his axes. Yeah, his stuff is, is primo. Like, if you want a hand-forged axe, that's that's the guy to go to. Yeah. I've got, I've got another buddy that I follow. He restores axes and rehandles them. Uh, Vintage Axe Works. I think he's. I think he's might have been on this podcast. Roy. Yeah, he was on it. It's been over a year ago now. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to uh, believe this thing's been going on that long. Yeah, I got one from him at Blade. Um, I picked it up, and looking at it, and liked it, and put it back down. And he's like, "Yeah, that's yours." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here." He's like, "No, I'll take it. You can have it." Okay, man. Thanks. <laughs> that's nuts, dude. Yeah, dude. I was. I was. I was like a kid in a fucking candy store i was freaking out because i got a royal i got a roy smith axe I was like holy shit a roy scott yeah it's like scott he's not a big guy but he's nowhere near as small as uh chris cash makes him sound like he is on the axe and iron well, podcast he's average he's average height he's normal size dude yeah he's wiry as fuck though he's wide open all the time yeah yeah for sure but i'm going i'm actually going to his shop tuesday tomorrow to uh, check out all his stuff, I got a doctor's appointment in Lexington. I'm just gonna shoot. It's like an hour from my doctor, so I'm just gonna shoot over there and take him some axe heads that I promised him. And, well, hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, field trip. I got that one with the intention of restoring it and putting a handle on it, but you axes aren't my thing. I don't really give a shit about them. Yeah. I've bought a bunch of them at yard sales with the intention of restoring them, and they're just, they hang from the rails on the front porch of my shop. Just their decorations. I've never, I don't really, I don't know. Like you, Ryan, I just don't really give a shit. Yeah. Seems like it should be something we should like to do, but I just don't. Yeah. That's a lot of work, man. It's fitting that, fitting that handle in that eye is a lot of work. And if you don't get it right, you got to start all over. And Roy, he does his, all his from, from scratch, dude. I'm going to buy one at, you know, like tractor supplier, real king and, and fit it. I'm not, I'm not custom shaping the whole handle. Yeah. Not that talented. Well, neither was he until he was. Yeah, but I don't have that time either. <laughs> That's all he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he could give two shits about fixed blade knives. Because I was showing him some knives. He's like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> Straight up. Everybody's like, got like their knives? thing. He's like, nope. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that sounds just like Roy. Yep. So. All right, guys. Well, I hate to cut this thing short. We've been going an hour already, but. I kind of had like a heart out at, at six, and it's almost six thirty. Okay, but uh, we're gonna blame that off the Patreons. We're gonna, yeah, I am gonna do that. We're gonna blame that on Dustin though, because he uh, was half an hour late to the party. Well, that was uh, the uh, computer's fault, not mine. Yeah, you can blame it on whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> at, least fucking, at least I fucking showed up this time. Yeah, it's about time, right? Yeah. So we got new one new Patreon this week. And uh, we'll start with the old school, Donnie Dulovich, my homie. I can't wait to hang out with him in real life. Donnie D. He's freaking awesome, dude. Hung out with him at Blade Show. Knifematerial.at, Aru Blade Works, Brigham Kendall, Mark LeBlanc, Mark Vanderwerf, Bex Armory, Todd Harrington, Dennis Tyrell. Shout out to Dennis. I got a block of handle material in the mail from him today. Uh, Truck Claire Cutlam Custom Cutlery. Zachary Sowell. Zach's awesome, too. Got to hang out with him for a while. He's supposed to be coming to my shop at, at some point in time. Maritime Knife Supply. Driver Defense Knives. Noah Bloomberg. Shout out to Noah. He sent me one of his little shotgunners. Got it a couple days ago. And I uh, actually went and bought me a beer so I can do a, a video of him, of you know the way he designed the shotgunner. I'm going to chug a beer. I'm going to try anyway. I ain't tried that shit in years. I hope you choke. Now, there's a good chance of it. <laughs> there's a real good chance of it. 
Crafty Man Forge, Brian Hennenkamp, Echo Blades, Eric Andrews. Eric, if you're listening, your knife is uh, in the works. He's the one that won my my raffle for the build whatever you want knife. And that handle material that Dennis Tyrell sent me is what's going on that knife. So, Eric, you got some uh, some Dennis Tyrell scales going on your blade. And our new one this week is Bremner Built Knives. I think I'm saying that right. B-R-E-M-N-E-R. Bremner. Bremner Built Knives. So thank you all that pay us a couple bucks every month so that we can knock some of the top off of this studio cost. And if you want to get in on that list, help us out a little bit. Fuck piece of shit. Dog shit. <laughs> Fuck it sucks. Get <laughs> I didn't touch it. I didn't think. Anyway, if you want to get in on our action here, go to patreon.com and look up Hustle and Grind and there you'll find us. So, is that it? Any other shout-outs? Go to phoenixabrasives.com for all your belts. Use promo code HUSTLE10. Get 10% off your whole order. It's like getting free shipping every time. It's like going to Blade Show every time you order belts. Sweet. I'm going to check that out for sure. Oh, dude, they're legit. So, all right, guys. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Keep on hustling and keep on grinding. That was a good one. It's always a good one.